What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, you are listening to the Bloviating Zeppelin here at Freedom Fest 2017 at the Paris Resort in Las Vegas, Nevada. It is the 10th anniversary of the Freedom Fest. Thank you for listening. We have someone who just happened to walk by the booth, and he had an interesting story. His name is Ralph Benko, and when he first mentioned the name Saul Alinsky, uh, claws and fangs grew out of me immediately until I realized that perhaps he has a story. Now, uh, Mr. Benko is from the Alinsky Center, and you can find that at the AlinskyCenter.org. But you have a story that I think people perhaps may want to hear, despite the fact that uh, Saul Alinsky carries baggage, if you get my drift. So, Ralph, tell us about yourself. Okay, well, my name is Ralph Benko. I'm the president of the Alinsky Center. Our chairman is David Alinsky. He is the son of Saul Alinsky, and he is a progressive. I happen to be the second most conservative man in the world, according to a columnist by Washington Post magazine, mostly for my advocacy of the gold standard, but I was attacked by Newsweek uh, last week for my attacks on the... uh, Politico-media complex, far more sinister than the military-industrial complex. So I'm a good, solid right-winger. And when David asked me to be the president of the Alinsky Center, and by the way, for the record, it's alinskycenter.com. Oh, I'm sorry. No the, not .org, just alinskycenter.com. My mistake. Let me correct that right now, because when I post this, that's important. Right. Got and, it. And uh, I, read, I, I, I came across Rules for Radicals about... Uh, 15 or 20 years ago, and I was flabbergasted because there was nothing left-wing about it. It turns out, and it was not dedicated to Lucifer. There is, an, there is a witty... My first thought. Yes. It's dedicated to Irene. You could look on the dedication page where it says, to Irene. And on the epigrams page, there's a quote from Rabbi Hillel, where there are no men, be thou a man. There's a quote from Thomas Paine, who's a great, who I'm a great fan of, let them call me rebel. It does not concern me. I would rather suffer the misery of devils than to make a whore of my soul. I hope the FCC doesn't come down on this for this. Well, I'll tell you what. This is the brilliance of the SHR Media Network <laughs> is the fact that we're not broadcasting on FCC-controlled oh. airwaves. Therefore, we can say any damn thing we wish. This is conservative media done right. That's right. As opposed to maybe medium rare. We have it done right. All the time, right here. Now, when you say Saul Alinsky, like I said, knives, fangs, claws grow out because I don't... There was a third epigram in which he said, at least we forget an over-the-shoulder shout-out to the first... Uh, the first radical, and by the way, radical, he meant somebody going to the root of getting things done, not hooligan. Uh, Lucifer, who carved out his own, his, his own empire. Okay. okay. 
uh, let me just briefly say, according to the founders of Protestantism, John Calvin and Martin Luther, Lucifer was not Satan. And anyone who said, any, according to Calvin and, and, uh, and Luther, anybody who conflates Lucifer and Satan is a biblical moron. Number two, Saul, like me, was a Jew. He was not an atheist. He was a genially agnostic Jew. And in Jewish theology, Satan was the skeptical angel at God's court. He was not the devil. Okay? And number three, Saul had a wicked sense of humor, and he loved... To, he loved to trigger people, and he knew he would, and he did. Well, and here's the deal. That's why you're here right now, because when you said the words Saul Alinsky, the name Saul Alinsky, that was a trigger for me. Yes. But yes. the beautiful thing about Freedom Fest and the beautiful thing about SHR is you have you speak obviously very well, obviously well-educated. It's all about the First Amendment, and it's all about listening to as many views as possible, yes. which is why I thought this would be, Ralph, That you would be a great interview. Thank you. Well, um, I, I'm sorry that David has, has flown back to Boston uh, because he'd have, he'd have been an even greater interview. But let me just say, the people who accuse Saul Alinsky of being a Marxist, Saul Alinsky worked with Cardinal Montini of Milan, who later went on to become Pope Paul VI, which is hardly anybody's idea of a left-winger, to break the, the Italian Communist Party, which was gaining inroads in northern Italy. And uh, Cardinal Montini called Saul Alinsky in to coach him on how to defeat the Italian Communist Party without playing into the hands of the reactionary. Just a fact. So tell me, how is it then that Saul Alinsky got, um, for lack of a better word, pigeonholed into uh, essentially the devil incarnate on the left, Ad admired uh, resoundingly by Barack Hussein Obama, etc., 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 and perhaps even Cloward Piven? Don't know about that. <laughs> I don't think Saul ever heard of Cloward or Piven. I don't think so. I don't think he they ever. Were, they were a little after his time, I think. I, well, Saul died in 1972. He was, you know, active during the 1930s, fighting the fascists, and during the 1940s, repelling the. He was investigated by J. Edgar Hoover's FBI on false allegations that he was communistly. He had communist sympathies, and they exonerated him. And so, you know. Jay Edgar was no patsy when it came to the commies. So he was, he was totally exonerated by Hoover's FBI. He never joined the Communist Party. He considered them to be a bunch of humorless dorks. And he also said, you know, I never joined any organization, including my own. He was a very independent thinker. He, um, and by the way... Barack Obama never met Saul Alinsky. Barack Obama was 11. Oh, no, I'm sure he didn't, but... Uh, in Honolulu yeah. when he died. But I talked to Arnie Graff, who was Saul's successor as the head, one of his successors as the head of the Industrial Area Foundations, who did mentor Barack, young Barack Obama for about a week. And Barack Obama said, I don't want to have anything to do with this. Okay? Saul Alinsky's beauty is that the people need to direct the government rather than being rather than being minions of the government. He was a classical liberal, a pure classical liberal in the tradition of John Locke and Adam Smith. And by the way, he loved capitalism, and he carried a concealed handgun due to death threats 
from the KKK. Now that I wouldn't doubt in the slightest. So tell me, Ralph, yes, I okay. got to know. Yeah, yeah, how, yeah, yeah. How or why then, in your opinion, did he become so inexorably linked okay. to I, far, I, far, I, far yeah. left elements? Okay, there were, two, there were two factors so far as I can tell. And I've read his biography, I've taught, I know his family and, and whatever. Okay, the first thing is what I call the sombrero effect. All right. Do you know how the left accuses us, all the rest of us, of cultural appropriation when yes. we do things like wearing a sombrero? Yes. The left has culturally appropriated the name and reputation of Saul Alinsky, who was a classical liberal, which is the fountainhead of libertarianism. The left grabbed it and took it and ran with his prestige. That was the first thing. The second thing is, the right is mostly inhabited by a bunch of people with ADD, attention deficit disorder. Okay. And so instead of reading Rules for Radicals, they listened to what the left said about Rules for Radicals, and they took it as gospel. And they, people like Dinesh D'Souza, who I debated here yesterday, people like Ben Carson, people like Newt Gingrich, you know, right-wingers, they have fallen for the left's big lie that Saul Alinsky was a left-winger. And they're just... And by the way, Saul Alinsky was a powerful, hard-hitting guy who was all about taking power. But he wasn't about the government taking the people's power. He was about the people taking uh, the power back from the big guys, big government, big crony business, big... Whoever... Saul said in his final interview, which was published in Playboy... What really gets me is seeing the little guy get kicked around. So he spent his whole life working with a little guy, not telling him what to do, telling him how to do it. If you're getting kicked around by the big guys, let me show you how you can claim your own power, stand in your own dignity, stand up for yourself, and solve your own problems. I will not solve your problems for you. There's no dignity in that. You know, you mentioned that you had a, a debate, I think you said, with uh, Dinesh D'Souza. Yes. Um, I'm just kind of curious off the cuff. How did he take uh, your position? What, was he uh, just adamantly, adamantly opposed? Yes. He, he started with a proposition that Saul Linsky is a very bad guy and that, the, and that he infected the, the Democratic Party with his badness and that he's responsible for how bad the Democratic Party is. You know, he says, well, Hillary Clinton you know, was his protege. No, Hillary Clinton wrote her master's thesis on Saul Alinsky, met him two or three times, admired him, and walked away from his job offer and walked away from community organizing. It's right there in the thesis. I wrote two articles about it in Forbes.com, where I'm a weekly political columnist. Called, ah, okay, good called, to know. Called the real, the 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 real the secret Hillary Clinton parts one and two. Okay. And she said, you know, Alinsky is great, but he's not replicable. He's just a genius, okay? In order to bring about social justice, it's not practical for us to organize people to stand up for themselves in the community and put pressure on the government. I'm going into the government. I'm taking power and using central command and control. I will make your lives better for you. So she rejected Alinsky. Barack Obama told Arnie Graff, Alinsky's successor, no, I don't want to become a community organizer. 
I want to go into the system. I want to become a powerful judge or a lawyer, and I want to exercise power to make people's lives better. This is antithetical to Alinsky. And in order for, and I told, and Dinesh just didn't get it. I said, you can't hang these guys around Alinsky's neck. They repudiated Alinsky. They enjoyed him. They learned from him, as we should, because Alinsky provides 13 tactical rules, 12 of which, by the way, Donald Trump used in the presidential campaign, that are enormously powerful for us to take our power back and to exercise it with ethics and dignity. Okay, folks, we're talking to Ralph Benko of the Alinsky Center. Uh, Ralph, so tell me, how is it the Alinsky Center and yourself, how do you merge with politics? In other words, what, what's your course, what's your focus at this point? Our folk, uh, Alinsky's fourth rule, he's, his rules are beautiful, okay? His fourth rule is particularly beautiful. Hold your enemy up to, its, his, to his own book of rules, because he okay. can no more, no more live up to his own book of rules than the Christian, the Christians can live up to the Bible. <laughs> okay, he was a, he had a great wicked sense of humor. So the point is, and from my perspective, as a classical liberal Republican, small L, small R, okay. neither the left nor the right are living up to their book of rules. Okay, and. My, my goal in taking on the presidency of the Alinsky Center, which, by the way, is a very tiny little body, okay, not particularly influential yet, but my personal goal is to hold both the left and the right up to their own book of rules. For example, justice is a great conservative value, but the right has allowed the left to make a pretense that they are for justice, and we almost never talk about it. Justice is a precious conservative value, and we should be fighting for justice loudly and proudly, and we're not. Could you say, and you obviously you're going to correct me if I'm wrong. Obviously. Could, could you say that uh, Alinsky's Rules for Radicals, uh, could you condense it down to say that it's a system that could be applied to any number of people and organizations focused on a common goal? That's very well said, and let me just make one little tweak. It's not a system. It's a manifesto. Okay. Okay. Saul did not write a cookbook. He believed in human creativity. He, he laid out 13 brilliant hacks, like, for instance, power isn't only what you have, it's what your enemy thinks you have. So, Boy, that smacks of Sun Tzu right there. Very good. He actually, Rules for Radicals, belongs with the art of war in the canon of, of tactical brilliance. Okay, this is something, uh, you know, or, by the way, there are 13 of these rules, mm -hmm. but they're not rules you can follow like a cookbook. They're, they're, they're guidance. Another rule, a, an action that drags on too long becomes a drag. Okay? okay? Keep it interesting. Keep it snappy. Keep your people enthusiastic by coming up with new things, interesting things, and by the way, this is all really powerful stuff. The left well, in today's soundbite society, it would seem to me that that is particularly applicable. It is. You're absolutely right. So, you know, Alinsky has written this manifesto. You, should, you know, and by the way, Alinsky attacked LBJ's war on poverty as political pornography. And he got into a big public pissing match, I guess I can say this off the FCC's uh, reservation. Of course you can. With Sergeant Shriver, who was LBJ's chief political pornographer, 
okay, who he accused of not helping the blacks but having a zookeeper mentality of keeping them quiet. Well, we know again of what LBJ happened to think about blacks in America anyway in terms of his, his great society. And that's right, but Alinsky called him out on it at the time. Okay, He also said, I never helped them. You, you claim to help them. I never helped them. That's absolutely right. I went in there and showed them how to help themselves. Saul Alinsky was profoundly about human dignity and taking responsible for your own life, solving your own crises, creating your own future. Okay, If that makes him a, a, a Marxist, commie, Stalinist, sign me up. But he's the antithesis of that. And this whole, this whole false narrative about Alinsky, that the left has been pushing, and a bunch of people on the right who haven't done their homework have been replicating, are blinding us to this powerful manifesto in which we can take our power back. It's very simple. And Alinsky's manifesto is the Declaration of Independence of our era. Wow. Okay, now that, that's a great summary. Folks, that's why we're at Freedom Fest. Uh, you're a, Ralph, you're a powerful speaker. You're, you. a, you're a powerful advocate for Saul Alinsky. And I never in my fetid little brain ever thought that I would be sitting down and speaking to uh, an, an, an amazingly huge, massive advocate of, of Saul Alinsky and I'm, his book, Rules for Radicals. I'm, I never thought that would happen. I'm not here to clear up Saul's <laughs> reputation. Saul can take care of himself, okay? I'm here to pull the veil off the eyes of your listeners and say you have a, you have a super powerful resource here you didn't even know you had because the left culturally appropriated it and the right fell for the big lie okay now mark you've exonerated yourself i have a, <laughs> i have a website that i haven't stood up yet okay but i'm going to threaten your listeners the name of the website is and i, I will set it up someday bitchingrights.com Okay. Are you going to put an apostrophe after it, or are you going to put the G? It's bitchingrights.com. <laughs> okay. And all of you guys are out there bitching about big government, high taxes, regulation, and stuff like that. Unless you do something about it, you have more power than you dream. Rules for Radicals will help teach you how to access that power. It's not a cookbook. It's not a blueprint. It's not uh, guidelines. It's an inspiration. Use your power or else one day you are going to wake up and see your picture on bitchingrights.com with a big red rubber stamp slammed on your forehead saying, Revoked. Folks, we have been listening to Ralph Benko, and you're listening to the SHR Media Network. I'm the bloviating Zeppelin here at Freedom Fest, and I got to tell you, you're why we're here. Um, okay, in in conclusion, tell the folks again where you can be read, heard, uh, any social media, any other websites, etc., that you'd care to to give out at this point. I'm the president of the Alinsky Center. And it can be found on the web. It's a very simple, unpretentious site with a few quotes from Saul and our, and our, and our uh, uh, advisory board with people like Rover Norquist on it. Okay. Okay. Alinskycenter.com. No the, just Alinsky, A-L-I-N-S-K-Y, center, C-E-N-T-E-R.com. And so that would be the place to start. I contribute a weekly political column 
at Forbes.com. Okay. Uh, writing about, it's called a secret decoder ring to tell you what's really going on in politics. And so, thank you very much for your time. I hope you found this to be uh, this a has, good few minutes. It's of your been life. enlightening. This has been an absolutely grand interview. I got to tell you, Raph, I'm really happy you, st- you you came by. Well, thank you. It's an honor to be on here. You've got my phone number. When you run out of better options, call me up, and I'll be happy to come back. <laughs> okay. Folks, that was Ralph Benko here at the SHR Media Network, live from Freedom Fest 2017. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.